This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi everyone and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. In today's podcast, I'll be discussing job crafting, embrace the new mindset. Workers have had to craft or manage their careers for many decades now. Early in my working lifetime, I witnessed the breakdown of a traditional old working structure known as a job for life, where people's careers progressed into a single organisation over their lifespan. To most workers these days, that would seem ludicrous. Most people are adept at changing jobs and organisations these days. Now we've entered an era of not only crafting our careers, but job crafting. The trend of job crafting began before the COVID-19 pandemic, but now job crafting is considered an essential workplace skill for those who want to stay engaged in their work, stay secure in employment and successful in their careers. So what is job crafting? Research by author Slemp in 2016 defined job crafting as the informal ways you can shape your job so that it better aligns with your strengths, values and interests. An example of shaping our job is when we realise we can't get important information from a certain person or source in order to do our job effectively. So we bypass that person or source and get the information another way. This is known as relational job crafting. Job crafting increases our sense of agency, psychological safety and work engagement, or loving and liking our work. All of these things have been shown to increase productivity and organisational results as well. So job crafting is beneficial to workers and organisations. Since the pandemic, organisational psychologists advise that job crafting is here to stay and on the rise, that workers will be crafting or shaping their jobs, and in many cases, it's going to be whether their organisations approve of this or not. The Australian Psychological Society says job crafting is employee-driven, but leadership plays an important role in nurturing, encouraging and enabling this behaviour. So what are the reasons and needs for job crafting? The pace of change in our societies has been accelerating for many decades and particularly since technology-enabled globalisation. This fostered the breakdown of many traditional work structures and boundaries such as the 9-to-5 workday and the 5-day working week. Many workers were already needing to create their own boundaries between work and home life They were crafting the way they managed their work hours, particularly when work intercepted their home lives, with, for example, deadlines or crises at odd hours interrupting personal life. A demand for flexible work hours was already on the rise. And then came COVID-19 pandemic, when much work was interrupted by lockdowns and work from home. Since the pandemic, not only the world of work but our nature as workers is now changing so fast. Many people want to retain the benefits they found in flexible and remote work. Many have found better ways of doing their jobs due to having to reshape them, and many of these changes are also better for the organisations. People want more meaning, 
to be valued, respected and empowered. They want to be trusted and communicated with. They want to feel safe at work, psychologically and physically safe. Workers now want to be viewed as people first and workers second. In many industries, employees now have more power to bargain for better conditions than they had before the pandemic. And this is because we've undergone an existential crisis. We have reassessed what our existence in life is all about. And many of us won't go back to putting up with negative, toxic or even mediocre jobs. Many of us want more from our lives, including our work lives. This is known in the academic research as the changing nature of the psychological job contract. The Australian Psychological Society has found that most Australians are already job crafting, and it advises there is much scope for ongoing job shaping. It urges organisations and workers to become more proactive in job crafting as a collaborative aspect of work. Indeed, the relationship between worker and organisation is key to all positive outcomes for both the worker and organisation. I've mentioned one form of job crafting, which is relational job crafting. Another way of shaping our work is task crafting. Task crafting is, for example, when we change a reporting pattern from, say, weekly to monthly because it makes more sense to do so. Another way we shape our work is by cognitive crafting, or the way we think about and view our job. Many of us had to adjust in this way during the pandemic. For example, we had to change our views from wanting to do all we could in the work situations to thinking about doing what we could. This was because of all the pressures, safety risks, the changes in resources available to us, and the changes in the demands from our jobs. Think of teachers trying to teach remotely and health workers trying to help as best they could. This kind of cognitive shaping continues for people in many professions and industries. Of course, some industries and jobs have more opportunities for job crafting than others. Some jobs are less flexible due to the job design requirements. Consider, for example, the jobs of aeroplane staff. In other jobs, workers may lack skills or confidence to negotiate changes they see could be beneficial to the job themselves and the organisation. So if you're a worker, think about how you can be creative and shape your job towards your personal strengths, values and interests. For instance, if you see a different or better way of doing a task from another job example that makes more sense to you or appeals to you or aligns with your strengths or interests, consider whether these changes might advance you and your job and your organisation. Is there an opportunity to discuss this with your manager or colleague? And if you're a manager, know that it's the teams and organisations that are creating a learning culture of growth where employees feel psychologically safe to help shape their own jobs, teams and organisation that will be the smart and successful workplaces of the future. Remember that the psychological job contract has changed significantly since the pandemic in favour of the worker. Nuanced management 
a management style that views the worker as a person in their own life situation leads to increased employee engagement and productivity. And finally, to workers and leaders, collaborate in the ongoing shaping of jobs, teams and organisations. Your relationship is the main predictor of success in all these areas. Thriving organisations have crafting and shaping built into their processes. These are part of weekly staff and team meetings, part of performance review processes. Organisations are simply networks of people, and the network approach is the current successful model we see. The older style of hierarchical organisations that favoured power dynamics are fast fading. Finally, something good is coming from a global disaster. We are growing and advancing as a humanity first and as a working humanity second. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me. Thank you.